from the Ohio News Network, this is the ONN Daily Podcast. It is Thursday, June 11th, 2020. For the Ohio News Network, I'm Daniel Barnett. Governor Mike DeWine announced this afternoon that Dr. Amy Acton will be stepping down as director of Ohio's Department of Health. Dr. Acton has received equal measures of praise and criticism as the means by which Governor DeWine's stay-at-home orders and similar health measures were issued. Supporters of the state's approach to the COVID-19 pandemic have held up Dr. Acton as a humble hero fighting the virus, while a number of business leaders and Republican lawmakers have called Acton's health orders unconstitutional and pushed to limit her power and the power of the DeWine administration. Former interim health director Lance Himes will once again assume that role. Dr. Acton will act as health advisor to the department. The Ohio Department of Health says 40,004 Ohioans have tested positive for COVID-19 since the state began testing in early March. In that time, nearly 2,500 people have died due to complications related to the illness. To date, more than 6,700 people have been hospitalized for treatment of symptoms. Governor DeWine reported that the r naught, an indication of how many people are likely to be infected by one sick person, is beginning to increase in some parts of the state as people begin to congregate again. If people want to get tested for COVID-19, it usually requires a doctor's note and then a scheduled appointment at a drive through COVID-19 testing station. Sometimes those results take 24 hours. Kevin Landers says an idea by a professor at The Ohio State University could make testing able to be done at home and the wait time could be cut to 15 seconds. Dr. Perina Guma spent 20 years studying breath analyzer technology. She says her prototype breathalyzer is 90% accurate. It works by blowing into a mouthpiece. The machine then analyzes a thousand gases in your mouth at very low levels. She says it takes 15 seconds to get results. She says because it's simple to use, the government, airports, and the military are interested in her work. If they have a device like this, they can screen people on site. Kevin Landers for the Ohio News Network. The Ohio Restaurant Association says about 82% of its members are open again following the shutdown due to the coronavirus. ONN's Dave James reports. Restaurant Association President and CEO John Barker says they survey owners regularly, and he says some that haven't opened are contemplating bankruptcy. Consistently since we've been doing this poll, right around 3% of restaurants said that they are permanently closing because of this. And that's going to be a pretty big number because there's 23,000 restaurants and food service locations in the state. So that would get you up into the 700 range of restaurants in the state. He says nearly 600,000 Ohioans are employed in the restaurant industry. Dave James, ONN News. The state says another 35,000 Ohioans applied for unemployment benefits for the first time last week. Last week's total is nearly identical to the number for the week before that. Since the coronavirus began causing business closures in Ohio 12 weeks ago, about 1,328,000 people have applied. That's according to the Ohio Department of Job and Family Services. The state says 94% of the claims have been processed and the rest are pending. The department reminds Ohioans that delays in the process will not reduce the amount of compensation that a person may be eligible to receive. In Northeast Ohio, a police department has confirmed two officers have tested positive for the coronavirus after working a protest in the city last month. ONN's Michaela Madison has the latest. The Canton City Police Chief has confirmed two officers contracted the coronavirus after being assigned to a protest last month stemming from the death of George Floyd. Officials have noted that while they have not medically traced the infection to the protest, they do believe that is likely where they contracted 
the illness. The police chief, Jack Angelo, spoke to the Canton repository and explained while neither officer has been hospitalized at this time, they are, quote, pretty sick. Michaela Madison, ONN, Canton. In northern Ohio, Marion saw significant damage to trees, power lines, and even buildings as a result of strong storms that tore through Ohio yesterday afternoon and evening. Tino Ramos says one woman had a very close call. Here at the corner of State and Center Streets in the downtown area, police say a driver pulled into the lot trying to ride out the storm. Unfortunately, the bricks broke away from the building, dumping hundreds of them on the ground and onto her vehicle. The only positive thing to come out of it is that the woman was not injured. As far as the officials here in Marion, they say they will assess all the damage. Damage, they say, will probably take days to try and repair and is likely to be very costly. In Marion, Tino Ramis. And the Columbus Zoo and Aquarium announced this morning that Jungle Jack Hanna is retiring. Karina Nova reports. He's the man who built the Columbus Zoo to what it is today. Hanna is stepping aside at the end of the year after more than four decades of helping the world realize the importance of animal conservation. The zoo says out of respect for the community, they're announcing this now so everyone has a chance to celebrate and commemorate Jack. Hanna has been featured on many network TV shows, but most famous for his banter with the late show host David Letterman and he's known for his show Jack Hanna's Into the Wild. Karina Nova, ONN News. Special thanks to our affiliate station WBNS-TV in Columbus for their contributions to today's newscast. I'm Daniel Barnett for the Ohio News Network. This has been the ONN Daily Podcast, a production of Radio Ohio Incorporated on the Ohio News Network.